five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Home podcast, your premier podcast for the Vancouver Titans and the Toronto Defiant. I am Chris at Lightforce, joined virtually as always by the one and only Omni at Omni Strife. Welcome, Omni. Hi there. Hi there. It's uh, pretty hot. Unfortunately, our teams are not so hot, but we get to make well, it up with the weather. Well, I mean, one <laughs> of them is going to be enjoying the heat while the other one is facing the That's heat. true. That's true. And I mean, actually, that fits regardless of your perspective, right? Hmm. Yeah. Well, when you're facing a, a, a dragon, I guess uh, <laughs> that's also not not very cold, right? No. And I've I've told that uh, dragons tend to be toasty warm. Mm, I haven't met one, but if I do, I, I'll let you know. It sounds about right, though. Yeah. But uh, as you probably figured out, Jordan's not here. The dude bailed on us. He went on like some vacation or something. He's in Ontario. Um, I saw some tweets. He's like, oh, you know, hopefully I'll be able to watch this match before I get on my plane. And he got on his plane. I haven't heard anything since maybe his baggage made it, but he got lost. So if anyone's at, you know, Toronto Pearson, see if uh, Jordan is uh, wandering around the, uh, the airport. Yeah. It's been brutal with baggage, right? With, uh, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this is not a Toronto thing again. I think we sort of touched on, you know, I think it was it last week, but, um, Right now, like the mainline air carrier in Canada, Air Canada, yeah. um, is having so many issues, and people are putting like Apple Air tags in their baggage, <laughs> and they know with almost certainty where their luggage happens to be. Whereas when they get through to Air Canada, if they can get through to Air Canada, Air Canada, like, we got no clue, and so it's just so surreal. Um, I actually saw a, a, a tweet: Iceland Air is actually flying two baggage handlers on its flights to Europe and whatnot to assist in the effort to ensure baggage gets to you when you arrive, which I I mean, the fact that an airline is doing that should, should be very indicative of how rough it is. Things are getting bad. Right. But, uh, holy smokes, hopefully, you know, hopefully for the overwatch league, they, uh, they had all their gear and equipment, uh, shipped cargo and it's already arrived because could you imagine if things get lost, uh, you know, and Project Loa kicks off with everyone playing on uh, on gaming yeah. laptops they had to acquire from Best Buy. Yeah, that'll, that'll be uh, kind of upsetting. Are they uh, flying on Air Canada themselves? I actually don't know. I mean, I if you were the Toronto Defiant, uh, that's an option. Well, yeah, that, but I think that's the team like, I was uh, referring. To. No, no, no. But like, but we'd again sort of touch on this. I think if you're the Defiant, do you maybe make the you know, trip by bus or something down to the States <laughs> and then fly because you're, you're going to go through customs at the border as opposed to in the airport, which is going to be crazy. Yeah. And by flying us to us, you're flying domestic. So, you know, by all accounts that I've heard international travel in Canada is the one that is most painful. So oh, anyhow, yeah, you know, you're having a, you're having a show so far. I mean, you're throwing your camera around yeah. You're like, you know, trying to restart your computer mid-broadcast? No, it's just the baby monitor. I was uh, making sure that it's not too loud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the life of parents, That's right? True. It's, That's uh, true. It, it's, these are things that are not added in post. They simply happen 
Yeah, it, it's it's been pretty stressful. He's uh, he's now been uh, flipping over on his belly uh, during sleep. Oh. And, and he manages it pretty well, but you know it's mm-hmm. it is uh, stressful to see. It's weird. Like uh, I'm sure you you remember the official like strategy for that is if they do it once, you try and flip them over. If they do it again, just leave it be. <laughs> Kind of yeah, well, because because the the theory is that if they're able to go and flip themselves one way, they should have the strength to then flip themselves. Oh yeah, back. no, he, he does have the strength. Uh, but uh, I know I'd still like guy. You know, <laughs> strap you down. You ain't flipping not until you're <laughs> seven, sure. and then I'm then I'm then I'm maybe going to be okay about it. Um, speaking of uh, stressful situations, if anyone happened to watch the Vancouver oh. Titans play this weekend, um, I don't know if it's stressful or not, but. Uh, Wowza, we'll get into it a little bit later. Uh, I was wrong about the Toronto Defiant beating the San Francisco Shock, but thankfully my pick'em's result was right. <laughs> so you hedged your bets there. That's good. Oh, gosh, yeah. Gosh, yeah, I'm all about the hedge. Um, Overwatch 2 has a, a new patch out, some adjustments we'll get into. You've got, uh, obviously, Project Aloha. And much like teams did after that first stage, you've got a whole new team in Guangzhou we'll get into uh going into the summer showdown but uh lot to talk about before we get into that let's uh start uh, pushing this payload mm-hmm. moving the payload join me so kicking things off uh, for our two canadian teams uh, last weekend was our toronto defiant and uh you know if if you recall i may have said i think toronto can beat san francisco i i think it's possible and you know what i'm actually going to go and say I shouldn't eat a whole lot of crow because there were times where Toronto looked like they might be able to do it. It's just those times were few and far between. And quite frankly, San Francisco just showed the power of its bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Toronto didn't have the the same ability to sub in a 1A like uh, like the shock did. Yeah, sometimes those moments that they show brilliance are even more annoying to me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> where is that all the time, right? Um, it, it's uh, it's a frustrating match, but th- there is somewhat of a gap between these two teams, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I, mean, I don't know the shock outside of their um, you know tournament playoffs performance from last stage. They look really really solid on. Uh, the regular season matches. Well, yeah, I mean, they look solid last stage. Mm-hmm. They get into the playoff. Things seem to be not the same. Uh, start this stage. Right. They look solid. I'd actually say I felt they looked a little more solid last stage than at this stage. Maybe, yeah. But it could also be playing with the food. Like when they're playing against the Vancouver Titans, they're playing with the food. And I kind of actually felt there were moments where they started to, I mean, Oasis actually said, um, Hog takes a breather, plays with food. But um, <laughs> if we start off on, on Coliseo, yeah. Toronto went back to what they used to do. You get yourself a huge lead, and you try to defend the heck out of it. The thing is, is that San Francisco is like that team that doesn't really concern itself with what you did to start the match because they're so confident in their ability that they simply took that lead and said, yeah, we'll add to it. Yeah, like I, I said, build big lead, give it up completely. Yeah, it, it was one of those maps where uh, I think the bot came very close to completion. Uh, it wasn't really close, especially Coliseo. Some things I didn't, I really didn't like on this uh, match is the fact that Toronto can't really uh, play Zen 
uh, at all uh, at some points. And Zen is really strong mm. right now. We saw uh, uh, Violet playing that a lot. And, and you'd want to see, you know, Twilight. And did play that a little bit more uh, later. But when you, uh, you know, play Ana Lucio, you kind of lose that uh, firepower that Flex supports uh, offer to you. And, and it's funny because I also had the same comment on some of the on the, the next uh, match we're going to talk about. But yeah. they they regrouped and then they got kicked in the face again. They regrouped and they got kicked in the face again. There was one very sad POV um, from Finale. The, 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 you know, the stream was looking at him just desperately trying to kill Finn, going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. He wasn't able to. And, and on the right uh, top corner of the screen, you see Proper gets another. Proper gets another. Well, and that's what I said. You know, Finale getting outplayed by Proper yeah. was definitive. Right? Like, map, there were, yeah, there were sure. moments where, where Finale, I mean, I get it. He's holding on to the pulse for the, mo- the best time to use it. And he held on to that pulse yeah. forever when, frankly, just throw it. Yeah, get you're going to get like, it back very soon anyways, right? That's, that's yeah. the point of playing Tracer. And you know the other thing is he su- he looked lost, and I think it's it's interesting. We've we've talked about this this world of Hisu where in one breath as as Sojourn, he's like doing three sixty no scope headshots, mm-hmm. and in this he's doing three sixty just spraying and praying. Whereas you got like Sam on Hanzo, who's just putting in really good value, and I you know I think Hanzo serves very well. Um, on this particular map, yep. especially when you're you're playing against any really any shield, right? Yes. You break it and uh, and off you go. And, and you're bound to hit something, right? Especially in those long mm-hmm. corridors next to the uh, arena itself. It's a great pick yeah. there, and and he has you know been one of those uh, Hanzo specialists this year, so it's not surprising that he's getting value. Yeah. So you know, San Francisco. They look to be on well on their way, I think, to three Overwatch, which is why mm-hmm. then Dorado comes around, and I'm completely surprised. We've seen Toronto do this, where they'll have a really strong hold on Dorado to start, or we've seen it pretty much on, on any escort, where they have that strong first point, and just the wheels fall off yeah. the bus. That didn't occur here, and I feel the difference is that Hisu found himself, mm-hmm. and in the Widow v. Widow duel with Kilo, um, he, he out-dueled Kilo, and, and the moment Kilo drops... Suddenly, the the dynamic has changed. Uh, San Francisco now has to worry about what they have up there in in Hisu sniping. Sure, sure you've got. I think it was uh, Mikey was still in on uh, on the Winston, yes. um, and he wasn't really going and in, in diving. Um, arguably, you know, I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Mm-hmm. But they essentially stopped the payload from moving and. Yeah. frustrated the heck out of San Francisco. <laughs> like the defense is what defense is one. Yeah, this is uh, uh you, you said the wheels came off. The wheels came off of the payload. Uh, it just wouldn't move, and no. it was really rough for for Mikey to dive. He couldn't dive anything because Toronto just sat on the high ground and then abused it. And it was like, you know, Overwatch one on one, how you dominate a team just by being on the high ground and not moving away. And I think they they, they never get got past uh even the 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 fountain that they have in the oh. city there in dorado and uh, it looked pretty bad for yeah they, they made it to the door of that you know the 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 side room right. and they all took a siesta at that point right. or something um, but on attack i mean when was the last time you saw toronto so dominant on defense that they can just come out the door with a sim rush <laughs> yeah they tried and, that and like brawl their, that brawl their way right that up that was cute right yeah all right like I, honestly this is 
this is again, it goes to the, the, the confidence that Toronto can possess the swagger. Like they came out and said, uh, Hey, we're going to do what you've probably done to many other teams. Shock. Um, We're on their heels for sure. Yeah. And I mean, they were within like a few meters with like three minutes to go. And then, you know, that was all she wrote. Mm -hmm. So why having seen what we just saw at a Dorado was Toronto not to rebuild, to replicate it really by any shape or means on Eichenwald. I know it's not a true escort and where Toronto had their issues was not really on the escort portion per se. Yeah. I mean, they did, obviously they, they ended up losing, but I, I think I didn't quite, quite understand what happened here. Uh, First of all, I think having Sam in and having that annoying, uh, uh, you know, echo was, was a factor seeing as he soon later, you know, moved on to the ash to, to actually contest. And I feel like it's the, one of the earliest moments where we saw how effective Diva can be in this matchup. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's very similar. You defend Dorado so well. Why can't you do that in Eichenwald? And I think like, here they couldn't really utilize any high ground. It's just the nature of the map, and and seeing as you know, uh, um, shock were so much more mobile, so much able, so much more able to go up upstairs, so to speak, and fly about. That mm-hmm. it, it felt like they couldn't really do much. I feel like they got the cart moving pretty pretty fast, and and the, the ash worked a little bit. Uh, they stopped the cart a little bit on that bridge, uh, but you know. It's one of those slow pushes where the card moves and moves. But that's the thing is, did Toronto actually stop the card on the bridge or did San Francisco, like there was a moment where San Francisco, I think uh, Kaluj had been nanoed and the entire team had gone into spawn camp. Meanwhile, the payload is like, yeah, I'm just going to go the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, And it it burned a minute, maybe a little bit uh, below that off the clock. That's not so much a Toronto thing. That's a San Francisco getting. Yeah. It's like they're, uh, you know, trying to figure out what, what's the next step. And then they have those moments where they, you know, almost black out, but not really. Mm -hmm. And, and just getting down those uh, uh, minutes off the clock, uh, save them from, you know, uh, losing, the third point and they actually held in castle, which left, you know, an opportunity for them to, a winning to, to condition. win. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like I had noted here, like really, you know, I'm, I, I'm not discounting the fact that Toronto did well. Like he, the, he Bob was a difference. Anytime he yeah. got Bob, Bob stopped the payload. Like it was just like, here's 30 seconds of a payload that has just come to a, you know, grinding halt. Bob had a good week. And, and, and then from there, Toronto could regroup. They could recover. Um, San Francisco was obviously then having to spread out or withdraw. So that was, you know, almost a, a, he was acting as a pest. And I, I felt that Chorong really um, handled his own as here. This is where we now start to see him doing that double duty. Not only is he providing, you know, um, some solid trances, um, but it's the damage that he's just dishing out. Uh, And it felt to me that really, your DPS lineup for Toronto was most effective when it was Hisu Chorong. Um, Cause I think was it fin- I think finale was still in, was he not? I, in my notes. Yeah. I, I don't think, yeah, I didn't write. Yeah, he was. Cause else, on attack, so. I actually, my note here is my note on attack is that um, he was on tracer and I actually have a question for you about that, but uh, 
Yeah, winning condition. They yeah. stopped them in, inside the castle. <laughs> they started off really well too. They got you know the first quick pick. Pick he got it, and it was looking great. I'm like, okay, it looks like the momentum is all on Toronto's side. But then the cart stops, you know, under the bridge. There was a, a moment like Toronto couldn't get any traction every time they they got some picks, right? But then mm-hmm. um, San Fran would just answer with more proper when bananas there at the end. Um, well. And I mean, proper is like next level. Yeah. Um. In 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 really that that match any which way you look at it. But one of the things that I was curious about is that payload. At least it felt to me, especially as they started to run into problems on uh, on that second point. You know, getting to the bridge, going to the overhead. Finale as tracer was the solo escort. Mm, yeah. And. The problem I see with that is here is your, your damage deal. This is the person who you need to be helping drop the collusion, getting into the back line and dropping the support. But, and I'm not suggesting Toronto's game plan. Hey, finale, go move the payload. Like he was ultimately doing that to try to draw San Francisco back. Sure, but they just wouldn't, um, you know. They yeah. They're like, yeah, okay. You, yeah. You, you continue to push it. <laughs> you we'll do give you. you this distance. <laughs> We'll, we'll kill your team and then we'll come back and you'll either run away or we'll, yeah. we'll, yeah. you know, drop you. Like it, that part didn't make sense in my mind. And it, it feel, I feel that it takes finale and what he can provide away. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it, I don't know if it makes any difference. Toronto was having, having fits with Coluge at this point. Yeah. Coluge and proper, they went, uh, in, and there was a point there where Toronto got three picks and they just answered the three of their own, like just as quick. Mm-hmm. And like you said, they go on payload and there's no, no bodies there to, to contest. And yeah, it, it didn't look great. Finale didn't have a great map here. Um, nothing from use as well. Coluge was really, giving Toronto the business on that diva. I don't think they, yeah. they really had an answer for, for that, you know, hero pick. Mm-hmm. But uh, having lost Eichenwald, that takes you into Oasis. And uh, it kind of felt like Toronto sort of forgot that they had won Dorado and to run it dominantly. Like I have two notes here. Sam greater than Huso greater than Kilo. <laughs> And um, Kaluj take a breather, then f- uh, plays with food. <laughs> yeah, I have another uh, good note here. Like I, I wrote that hog outgirths hamster, and that's how I felt it was. Like he just like walking around and just you know, well, side to side, and he and he just sat in that little room, little column, you know, that that just it, poke. Yeah, look, you want to get me poke, out of here? Look. Try it, right? Just yeah. come in. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're take a, take a breather. Guess what? I'm here. Like, than invited. I mean it. It actually. I mean I don't. I'm not going to suggest Hog has a lot of utility on every map, but I honestly don't recall anyone doing this to this extent. Right. I think Muse right? played ball as well, which didn't really work great. Just hook him and hook him again and hook him again. And he was just going into that little room of his, uh, and, and you could see, like, I know it's Overwatch and you don't really have body language on these characters, but you could see they were afraid. They wouldn't, like, they didn't have, didn't want to have any, any of that. So, yeah, it was a hundred and zero, I think, even in the last, uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, map. It was just, you know, 
they were uh, down. They were like out of it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Kalush, did he get player of the match? Because he should have. Uh, um, I, I actually, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know. I just know that uh, as the final seconds were ticking down, he stood up in his chair and did the double flex. So. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. uh, there was like, <laughs> it was a cheat code with him on hog there. Yeah. Um. Anyhow. San Francisco wins, Toronto loses, uh, mattered very little in the grand scheme of things yep. for how the teams placed. I mean, I guess San Francisco still had a little bit of conversation as to how things would trickle in, but, uh, Toronto, they knew where they were and where they were going. Um, I guess if they had won, yes, there might've been some, some movement there, but, uh, that takes us to the uh, next, uh, uh, match of the weekend that we paid attention what a game. to. It was the Vancouver Titans and the Washington justice. So, you and Jordan, and I think me to some respect said, this is a match that Vancouver could win. My point was I'm not going to give Vancouver credit until I see them win because far too often this team right. in this iteration proves me wrong. Right. What did I do? I 3 2 Vancouver and Pickums. You, the two of you, you convinced me. <laughs> the two of you had me uh, convinced that, no, this, this is how it's going to go down. And what did I put him under? I think I gave him actually the three one two. Oh no, I I, I picked. No wait. Yeah. I'll... Did you did you did you bet against the Titans? No 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 did no you, no no. Did you, I actually, did you screw me for the pick? No points? no. I did pick for Vancouver to win the map, but oh no, I actually gave him the three two. Yeah, I remember adjusting okay. it from three one to three two. Man, it was a that was a frustrating match. I actually uh, came back home uh, pretty late. Um, and I came back uh, during Midtown, uh, but well, later I watched the entire thing, and I was like, "What is going on?" Like, and then they play like garbage, and then they play really great, and and Washington is garbage, and then you know the last map happens, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, such a weird well, uh, match. So things get underway on on New Queen Street. Um, interestingly, False is in, and typically when we've seen False in on Tank. Mirrors out, but no mirrors in too. Yeah. We had Aspire and Mirror no um, playing DPS. No shock. No face cams uh, either. False what the hell in. is that? Well, so <laughs> um, apparently that was actually related to the Rogers oh, internet issues that had that occurred. So if if you don't know, um, <laughs> one of Canada's major telecom providers had big issues. Like I don't know if someone pulled a plug and it shut the entire network down for like a full on day and a bit. Yeah, it's like AT and T, right? Something of that. Uh, if you compare it to US network, yeah. So allegedly, that's why there were no face cams. But um, you know, my notes here is that you know, false comes in. He's playing Sigma, mm -hmm. and I, we know his Sigma is okay. It's like that. It's like that grade you would get yeah. in you know, school know. where. You pass, but you you just got by. Like you 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 got that you ace that one test, or you happen to sit near someone who you kind of peeked over their shoulder and, and got a few answers right mm -hmm, off of. Mm -hmm. Like it is it is that borderline we're going to get you through, but you need to you know figure things out. The difference for me here was twofold. One. Aspire and Mir put in some serious work. I mean, Aspire were accustomed to this. He was playing the the, the Sojourn. Uh, Mir was on. Um, uh, he did a lot of Sombra. things. He, he did the Sombra at the end. Yeah, he, he played a little bit of Genji. Yeah. Uh, um, 
But the big difference here is the Titans realize the key to winning this is to escort the bot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When they were trying to fight them, like you normally would, uh, Happy and Decay, they just had a field day. I wrote like there's a DPS diff in here. I wasn't, I was frustrating, uh, frustrating to see like why is Shockwave not in like Vancouver for all that it's worth. Um, usually DPS is their strong, uh, side and, and well, of course they're going up, uh, against Decay and Happy who are no, you know, by no means they're mm-hmm. slouch duo. But I felt like actually it's the tanks and the supports who, who, who carried, uh, this particular map. But man, thanks, thanks to Washington playing like garbage at the end, like, horrible position i don't know what what really happened there well okay i see the thing is i don't feel it false carried no he did not he like, did I, not but he he was he was okay right. like that he was he, he wasn't the reason why this particular map no, no, no. the vancouver Titans had an issue i totally agree with that um it's yeah. just that yeah you're right i think when i say sort of aspire mirror put in work i feel that they were they weren't i mean they they weren't great but they they improved as the map went along at the start it was like uh yeah well, no, at the start, like Washington was just going to, you know, get, you know, quickest time ever. And then suddenly the Titan, like, as I say, Titans realized the key to winning this map is to escort the bot. I mean, I feel that that note is very, you know, key when we get to map Washington five. got to like a hundred meters and, and still lost the map. And yeah, yeah that well, I mean, rarely happens. Was it, was it like 50 meters or something is what the Titans essentially pushed the bots yeah. um, through overtime to win, mm-hmm. right? Like, um. That's not a, it's not very tight nest. Yeah, I, I, so I guess maybe it's, uh, that somber switch turned off. Uh, was it Mag? Yeah, Mag was playing the mm-hmm. Doom and, you know, just hack him. He, he no longer has that one pick, you know, one second uh, pick potential. So maybe it's a little bit easier to shut him down. And maybe that's what happened. Good yeah. adjustment. Um, yeah, Titans, uh, they... They're up a map. Yep. I mean, that's that happens. They're good for a map here and there, especially like uh, push normally. Us, yeah, yep. Gets to circuit royale. Um, the false sigma stopped working. Yeah, Callius went. This in. is see, he 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 passed that previous year, but this year he failed because he was not prepared. He should have gone to summer school. Um, I mean, I don't mean to pick on false. Is is there are going to be improvements that we'll get to. But I genuinely feel they continue to try to force False to play heroes. It is quite clear that he's not comfortable in playing mm. or ultimately is just not at the Overwatch League tier to play. <sighs> I'm willing to concede that this is an experimental stage. Yeah. Deepay, I mean, there was a post-match sort of discussion you know, there, stream yeah. type thing where they didn't actually talk much about the the match. It was more about his approach to the stage. And he's like, yeah, I'm you know, trying people out and to know what they can do. Um, yeah. Which is fair, yeah, right? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, Kalias went in and he's a great sig. Uh, but to me, I agree. He didn't look great on this map, but to me, there was a more egregious uh, performance in, in, in park uh, circuit Royale. I mean, like where was mirror? I, I, Felt like it was a four four v five. Yeah. He, well, this this is this is then asking that question. You're right. Where was Mirror? And ultimately, he didn't do anything. Maybe it's the bigger question. Where was Shockwave? <laughs> right, right. Aspire had like a nice play there at the end, but not enough. Well, he he tried to carry. Mm-hmm. We've seen this. We've seen this Aspire 
get has these moments where he's like, okay, I'm going to try to put this entire team on my shoulders. Sigma, get on my tracer shoulders. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, I just, you're right. Yeah. Mir was transparent. Yeah. They couldn't do anything. Wasn't that reflective? Uh, yeah. It was, uh, what, what if vamp- vampires don't appear in mirrors pretty much something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was a very quick, very quick, uh, like, like Dorado esque from, from Toronto, like Washington just came out and pushed a little bit and, and it was done. Um, yeah, one one. Yeah, it takes us to Midtown. Guess what? More false Sigma. Yeah. Um, Skyreep is Skyreep in over Masa in. now. Yeah, they're trying to the, the flip right. support again. Um, um, defense was the first I mean, stage. Yeah. Yeah, and I, the the Titans put up a little bit of a yeah, fight. Yeah, not on, not uh, too horrible. First point, but not great either. Uh, but once the payload that fire truck started rolling, man. Um, those tires, they were just revved up. They yeah. didn't really slow down and Washington got through the choke without any real issue. Um, the problem that I feel that the Vancouver Titans have on this map is they almost attack it two different directions, like two different ways. They're trying to leave it up like this weird pincer. Neither works, but what they're trying to accomplish, I think is actually too complex for what they're actually able to execute on. Yeah. Like, let's keep these things simple. Um, a few things that I mean, yeah, go ahead. Hmm? No, I, I was gonna say, like, I mean, the the defense, like the the defense was frustrating. This, um, yeah, there were some okay points, but man, like one thing I re- really didn't like is seeing mirror on tracer. Like, what the hell are you doing? You have uh, aspire, and you have you put mirror on the tracer. It's kind of like uh, was odd to me, and especially if you want to play soldier and and, and tracer. Like, uh, maybe there's something with shockwave. Maybe. You know, he was sick or something. I I don't know. Like Washington, they got to third and there was not a lot of positives from from that particular map. There was a little bit of a hold under the bridge, but, you know, didn't didn't hold for a while. That was another DPS diff for Washington in my eyes. Uh, Yeah. And this is, you know, I I, like where with the way the Titans were playing, like where were they going to? Where were they going to get their carry from? Aztec was okay, but <laughs> yeah, other than like, that, nothing, nothing to be proud about. Yeah. Um, Titans lose Midtown, and I actually at this point, I'm like, yeah, yeah. here. So they got their one. It's going to be three one. Like the, I, had, I didn't have any confidence going into to Ilios, having seen the performances we just got on Circuit Royale as well as Midtown, yeah. especially now having come to the belief that we're not going to actually see Shockwave, which is Proven, true. Yeah. true. We do not see Shockwave on Ilios, but what is it that we now see a shift in? We see False go into the Diva. Mm-hmm. False can play Diva. That's his signature right? hero, yeah. Exactly. And suddenly, False is providing some pretty solid value. I mean, was it world class, you know, Earth Shadow? <laughs> no, but he is. He's able to elevate his game mm-hmm. and do so much more with this now more comfort pick. Um, you know, at the Mir finally showed up here as Genji, yeah. uh, but really Aspire and, and, and Mir with that Tracer Genji combo that we yeah. were seeing for the most part on Ilios was generating so much damage that both functionally had alt on cooldown, um, and also were able to provide, you know, significant room. We also saw at this point, um, you know, the Washington almost like get surprised by this. Like mm-hmm. I felt like Washington's game plan suddenly shifted. Um, they were playing on the back heel. Like the Vancouver Titans were, were taking the taking initial fights 
they'd get their solid percentage. And we've seen this before. Once the Titans lose the point, they can never get it back. That wasn't a problem here. Yeah. Right. The Titans continue to go in and get the point. And even on, was it lighthouse where maybe they had some struggle? Like you knew, Oh, they're going to get it. Cause they already got up to 99. Mm. And the moment they won that team fight. Yeah. It looked much in, in Vancouver's favor. Like you, you were right. Uh, false playing on the diva. We don't really know. We don't, we can't gauge it. Not a lot of, teams play that but against washington it definitely worked and and mm. you know you know how overwatch is even when you you play it at home you play you're the same player and and you go game after game and then some games you feel like oh wow I'm, I'm so good i should be like up two tiers and and why am i placing this and then you have a streak of games that just you play like garbage and and when you play different compositions it's all about enabling you know your your DPS in this instance, for example, with with uh, the tracer and and uh, Genji, and once you put that diva in there, and and the amount of of, of you know disruption she can do, uh, even when <laughs> it was amazing to see when even uh, we saw some POVs of of was it Happy or Decay who got a pick, boom, the supports mm. were gone. This is like something you'd you'd normally associate uh, Vancouver to be on the receiving end of, right? Yeah, yeah, Masa dropped. Aztec dropped. It looked really, really nice. Dropped. Um, Even, yeah, you're right. Even when they got the flips and when they won a fight, it was like, okay, yeah, Vancouver will come back and they they'll make something off this. And and it's it's yeah, I'd say you could say the same about uh, the entire league. Really, of course, Vancouver is not. It's on the bottom tier. And you have teams in the middle tier and you have the teams in the top tier. But I would make the argument that within those tiers, it really matters a lot, like what you're playing and what compositions you're playing. Even the best teams, um, you know, they can really struggle. You can see that with Atlanta right now. They're playing like trash. Or you can see suddenly like teams like uh, uh, um, London, uh, I, I don't want to say overperforming. And I, I I would say that, but not not in a way that I'm trying to, you know, discredit their work but like the meta here like makes the team look entirely different you play dive on a particular map you look good you suddenly go to another map you look like crap and uh, when Mm. teams are close together and i believe that washington and vancouver are not that far apart uh yeah it looks (laughs) very like like you took out the players well we didn't see uh vancouver uh webcams maybe they did uh, switch in someone else to play play for them i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh they look sometimes great and it looks sometimes like like garbage and yeah. lighthouse was very much the same uh, sky and it didn't even matter a lot like sky Reaper went on the map suddenly is killing uh decay on the genji like they have the swagger they have everything like going for them yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was it was akin to what we saw that very first match against the boston uprisings from the vancouver titans yeah. here where like anything was possible right yeah. believe and so <laughs> Right, and so we go into map five, Colosseo. Oh. This is this is the one for all of the marbles, and it was back and forth. Like first of all, Vancouver, Vancouver actually comes out swinging. They do well. They they get a solid push. Uh, Washington returns the favor. They push it back. Vancouver does what they did on New Queen Street. They bring it all the way back. False on Diva. We're seeing value here again. It was a much better look than having him on the the Sigma, which is what we were seeing on New Queen Street. Which, yeah, right, maybe not so much a problem, but I feel he was not he was not passing by, you know, a point or two. He was contributing. I don't know. 
Like I, I honestly, it was, it was a mess. I mean, both ways, Washington and Vancouver were both in panic mode, Vancouver and the, with the idea of we're going to win Washington with the, Oh my God, we might lose. Right. Yeah. They should. But is it really a C nine? If you don't try. They were at the doorway. <laughs> when the, like they, it's, it's, it's not like they were, they were, they were scattered to go elsewhere. It was like the Vancouver Titans were like, that was a, that was I mean, a brain fart. They weren't like like there was the talk. Oh, you know, were they waiting for the butt scratch? And I'm you sorry. know when this happened, I was so confused. I, I was watching the map and like, what happened? Uh, at the time when I when I was watching it, since the map is so uh, symmetrical, right? It's uh, uh, it looks exactly the same. What I thought mm-hmm. had happened is like they would uh, uh, you know recuperate. They went back from from the bot once they you know got across. Uh, once they got uh, the advantage over over Washington, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, they'll let the uh, they'll go back and they recuperate and they'll meet them somewhere halfway and fight them again uh, yeah. under you know under the Coliseum uh, uh, route there in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the map and it looks like oh here here's the body he's bound to now make the way and it's a C9. And I thought something went wrong with the game, but what actually happened when I rewatched it, the bot actually went all the way back. In that period of time that I believe that, like it didn't go the other way. The thing is that bot really goes fast. And if you don't yeah, contest when it. When it's not pushing a barrier, he moves. He moves so fast. And I think they underestimated how quickly it moved. It just ran back. And like two, three seconds, it was back on, on that spot. And and apparently what happened is that it didn't scratch the bot because they did uh, uh, got that checkpoint. Yeah, it, it, only get, it only needs to scratch <laughs> and, once. and somebody pointed that out on Reddit, and I uh, on my rewatch, I actually noticed this, that the little circle that they have on the UI that should be filled in for Washington for, for, for getting that uh, uh, point, it wasn't filled in like Vancouver's was. Well, which... So that's the thing. is I think it's – you're right. I think there's a UI issue here at play. The UI, though, is not communicating that you've got the point secured. Right. The UI is communicating whether you have the spawn secured. Yeah. What it, it definitely uh, – um, it, it's Vancouver's fault 100%. I'm not saying it's not. But it yeah. reminds me a lot of the times you remember when in, in competitive you had to just you know touch the point at some point and you win, right? When, when you mm-hmm. just send the Sombra behind if it's like, uh, oh – we we didn't have those uh three three ticks to get like you get like literally yep. a, a half a millisecond you just touch it with your toe you win the map so that's kind of how how that felt uh yeah. i don't I, know but I, it, it it's just like i'm frustrated because they had the momentum Vancouver, i mean they if had vancouver, the momentum, yeah yeah like if if let's say vancouver goes in that fight let's say they lose oh so close yeah 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 i agree right I like agree. But they weren't going they to. Won the fight. They, they were going to win that fight. They were they were adequately prepared. Ish. More I mean, alt uh, right? alts going for them. Yeah, I agree. Right. Like what happened? I mean, yes, I know people are saying it's a C nine, it's a Charlie Niner. I just, I think we need to come up with a new term <laughs> because the Vancouver Titans they simply said, "Go ahead." They they were. They, it's like like I know I'm not saying they just gave it to Washington and said you win. Do you and I? I actually wonder: Is this a shot calling issue? Is there? It was there a missing? Yeah, a miscommunication voice that said, "Let's go here." Like, who's who's ultimately making that call? Like, we don't know. But if that's the case, I mean, okay, you can work on it. I, I just it is. I was talking to a friend of mine. Which frustrates you more: the Vancouver Titans losing to Boston through a, a true Charlie Niner, 
or losing to Washington here with a you know modified yeah. Charlie. Niner. It's still a Charlie Niner in my eyes, at least. Uh, I mean, Kalias was on the point; he didn't even have to boop anyone away, and then no, he just he was he was he was there waiting to he engage. Was pushing, I bet yeah. you Washington was equal. Oh yeah, confused. they had their webcams uh, webcams on, and when you know they switched to that view of of the players, they were like in disbelief that this has just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh. Anyhow. Whatever, Vancouver is still winless. <laughs> Washington gets the win. Yeah, it, it was um, that was that the was the moment. Change, the more they stay the I'm same. afraid that this, like, you know, it's very painful on the mental more so than you know. It doesn't matter if you're zero and eleven or or uh, zero and twelve or uh, one and eleven. It's just on the table. It doesn't matter. But but in your mind, that could, could get get to you. You know, finishing you know the stage, and now that they're going off on on uh, on uh, uh, you know on the break that's the last thing that they will remember and that's unfortunate so if you happen to be a vancouver titans fan you don't really care about the rest of the overwatch league uh, you too can take a break because you won't be able to see them in action again until deep into uh, august august 12th when they take on the toronto defiant which will be the the battle of canada and then the uh, vancouver titans take on the paris eternal august 14th Mm. i find it interesting that vancouver titans social media had already started to engage paris eternal on social (laughs) having completely skipped over the Toronto defiant match mm, you know, uh, only a, a couple days earlier. So uh, pick, pick on someone, uh, you your own size, right? Pick on someone, your own size. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, but no, the Toronto defiant, they are in, uh, or if they're not there yet, they will be soon in, uh, in Hawaii, going to Honolulu to, uh, the mid season, uh, madness. So the Toronto defiant, um, they get to take on a team in the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, the match kicks off on uh, Monday, July 18th, uh, and it is going to get underway at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And again, you'd be like, why is it so late? It's because they're in Hawaii. So for those of us in North America, there's a few hour time difference there. Um, three to be uh, exact. But uh I want I like I'm 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 having issues here with this particular matchup. I don't know what to make out of the Dragons. I mean, they've had some inconsistencies though. Arguably there are those that'll suggest the inconsistencies have been related to their infrastructure which apparently has been sorted out. Let's hope they don't set the them Toronto. up with Rogers uh yeah, <laughs> on a Lulu. Um right like the the Shanghai Dragons are at home. Like they're not having to travel. Uh, the Shanghai Dragons get as much practice time as they want. We'll get into what that means a, a little bit later. Um, the trade-off, they're going to have to um, essentially wake up in the wee hours to to actually play this match. Um, but if we were to go and look just at the two teams on paper, like Dragons win. Yeah, I agree. But I also agree with your point that it's uh, not as simple to call uh, as it appears on paper for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's not that the defiant are being very consistent with what they should be, uh, with, with their expected level, uh, either. So mm-hmm. I, 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 I do want to say that tight, uh, that, that defiant has a chance, and it might like if they get the momentum early on in the game, they might might yep. you know uh, get something out of it. But but uh, definitely the dragons should be uh, uh, favorites 
Uh, especially because I don't think like uh, I, I think that the, the Defiant uh, they have visible weaknesses and and Shanghai just underperforming, right? It's not like oh they can't play flex support, oh they have a tank that can't do this and that. And I feel like Toronto does have these issues. And if you shut down Hisu, mm-hmm. for example, or if you force them to to uh, uh, you know, put that extra pressure on on their tank a little bit in, in some particular uh, compositions. There's there is a strategy you can apply, and, and if you go, uh, um, if you you prepare against the dragons, you'd be like, oh, let's hope they have a bad a bad day, uh, which they did in the past. But I'm not sure how you you know prepare for that. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree. I. You know, sort of noted here that uh, Toronto has more question yeah. marks. Um, really, to me, that's the big difference. But we've seen, like, we've seen how Toronto can be exploited. I just have difficulty because I can't say I've seen that out of the Dragons because I have not paid much attention at all to what's been going on in the East. Simply put, the time zone's an issue. And frankly, I'm not going to go through and watch all that content because I have no horses in a race there. Yeah. Um, I just. Uh, I do wonder if Toronto's path for uh, some extra playtime in uh, in Hawaii is is not through the leaders losers bracket. I, I don't. I mean, yeah, maybe they get through the Dragons, um, but I'm thinking they don't get then through the next uh, next round um, if they if they do because I, I mean the teams that they would be having to uh, you know picked against because. Uh, <laughs> The shock fuel, um, you know, uh, Glads and Dynasty, I believe, get to you know repick out of the uh, mm-hmm. the quote unquote tournament week. Um, yeah, I, I think if if the Define are going to do it, they're going to they're likely going to go through the the ELM. So, I mean, what does that mean? Well, they're there until uh, a Wednesday, at least, <laughs> um, possibly uh, from there and beyond. Yeah, it's it's a rough matchup for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's. I mean, I'm curious what others might uh, might suggest, but I, I do think Shanghai beats game them. Two. Just in case we're we're looking already at this match, losers game two. Uh, if they do come down to the losers bracket, go against losers of game seven, which is gladiators against whoever they select from. You know, the winners of yeah. the. Monday matches. So still it is a team that would win, uh, that has to win, you know, the first preliminary, um, not preliminary, but the Monday matches. So let's see how that goes. Anywho, um, we're going to take ourselves here a short break and uh, dive into the fray. So quickly reviewing uh, the weekend that was, uh, obviously uh, getting things underway out east where the Philadelphia Asian Guangzhou charge and Philadelphia handed uh, Guangzhou through one loss, followed by the Shanghai Dragons Chengdu Hunters also handing the Chengdu Hunters a 3-1 loss. 
coming out west here, you had a <laughs> matchup. Uh, the Houston Outlaws did beat the New York Excelsior, um, three two. Yeah, uh, there, there, there were two toilet is... bowls, I'd say, in this <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Um, I think I saw a statistic. This was the first time Houston's beaten New York, but um, yeah, it it was it wasn't guaranteed like we thought it would. Um, we already know the San Francisco Shock beat the Toronto Defiant three one. The uh, the Atlanta Rain beat the Paris Eternal three zero. No surprises there. We go back to the East, where this old dynasty had their way at the Los Angeles Valiant with a three overwatch. The Hangzhou Spark beat the Chengdu Hunters. Three Overwatch, mm-hmm. and the uh, Shanghai Dragons beat the Guangzhou Charge. Three Overwatch. Back to the West, we had the Vancouver Titans lose to the Washington Justice. Three two. We had the Houston Outlaws beat the Boston Uprising. Three mm-hmm. two. Uh, and you had the uh, Los Angeles Gladiators. Three Overwatch. The Florida Man. And wrapping up the weekend in the East, you had the Philadelphia Fusion three one winners over the Soul Dynasty. That one caught me. I think caught everyone. Uh, you had the Hangzhou Spark beat the Los Angeles Valiant three one. The Dallas Fuel beat the London Spitfire three one. Which honestly, I probably should have seen coming. Oh, you but picked, how could you I picked London. The, I picked London. Ooh. I picked London three two. I gave Dallas three uh, two though. I, I gave London a little bit more chance. Well, and that's thing is, I was I was giving London like they're on a run. Like it's when's it going to stop? But yeah. you know, you, you um, see the Ryan, you're you're uh, you're getting you know emotional. I get it. You're not rational. Yeah, I am. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Uh, and then you have the Boston Uprising beating the Norwich Excelsior three uh, one. Uh, that sort of locked things in place, setting up who was going to play who into the uh, the midseason madness turning. So, getting things underway on um, Monday, July eighteenth at four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern, are the Atlanta Rain and the London Spitfire. By all counts, a very interesting matchup. Uh, you then have the Toronto Defiant taking on the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, the uh, or sorry, I skipped the uh, 5.30 match. Uh, it's the Florida Mayhem and the Houston Outlaws. Then the Toronto Defiant Shanghai Dragons. And wrapping up the first day is the uh, Philadelphia Fusion and the Hangzhou Spark. After that round is done, um, you get the winner's round the following day uh, where someone will take on the San Francisco Shock. Someone will take on the Dallas Fuel. Someone will take on the Los Angeles Gladiators. And someone will take on the Seoul Dynasty. And from there, it's off to the races through to an eventual final on the Saturday, the 23rd. I didn't know if we should get into our pickums as we go into this, or if we should tar- start talking a little bit about Project Aloha, matches of the week. Want to talk about Project Aloha? We could. Uh, I mean, before that, how did you do in the previous weekend? The pickums? Yeah. Okay, well, okay, let's well, do pickums week first. Four. So I how didn't. Did yeah, I didn't do horrible. Um, you know, let me put that out there. So on week four, I got 11 points out of the East. Um, there were, the Sunday messed me up. Um, I gave too much credit to the Valiant for some stupid reason. <laughs> That's on me. But I trusted that the Fusion would not beat the Dynasty. Like the way the Dynasty had right. been playing, I felt that, that was that was a lock. So I lost the points there. Um, and then the Spark beating the Hunters. Um 
I had the Hunters winning that one. I know the 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 Spark are the better team. Like the fact that I had them losing to the Valiant should give you an answer of how I paid attention there. <laughs> and what about the the West? How many, how many points did you get? Sixteen. No, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, and so like the West. What, what did me in on the West was the the Titans Justice site. Yeah. yeah had the Titans winning uh, and the London Spitfire, they lost. And again, I, that was the, the emotion pick. But if you, if you were to have not convinced me, <laughs> if I had gone with my gut uh, uh, right on that Titans match, that Titans match is points. And then if I had not used my gut or my heart on the Spitfire, I mean, I would have had points out of everything yeah. uh, out of the West. Yeah. So I also got like, I, I got a single red in, in the West out of vancouver and washington and i only missed one game also uh in the east with the fusion and dynasty so i got 13 in the east and 17 in the west so i i, you must do, I doing pretty well there for your, yeah uh, i had i had points. a few horrible weeks at, like early into the stage but i'm catching up uh, a little bit i'm i'm still rank four I, i'm two points behind uh jordan jordan yeah jordan at 112 um, I'm looking at sort of the, the standings here for like the, the, <laughs> like the actual overall global leaderboard here. Um, I don't quite, maybe is this just the stage? Like it must be just the stage at 110 points is currently first place. Yeah. It's not really updated no, just and, and we have someone with already 111 it's it, it gets updated really slowly i guess yeah anyhow um jordan is ahead of you though so yeah i gotta, me. I gotta um, catch up I'm way back wait but but in total though in total for uh, for the for the year let me check oh i'm still ahead <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not I i'm am. third we have kog and then kevin Liu is just like kicking ass in the butt ever like both stages he got. Yeah. Those are the people you need to trust. No, yeah. Oh, I, I beat him last year, but he was close. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a washed picker now. I used to be better at this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk a little bit about project Aloha. Um, we knew that the West was traveling to, uh, to Hawaii. What's interesting is there's quite a few people that thought the East was going there too. I mean, I don't know if they had not watched the video, not listened to our show where we were quite explicit as to, what Project Aloha meant when Sean joined us and we talked about it, but the East is staying at home. The West is going to Hawaii and that is for reduced ping as opposed to the West playing wherever they are and the East playing wherever they are. Now, what has since come out um, is that uh, the Overwatch League is providing the hardware in a controlled environment. There is going to be an allotment of practice time. You get X number of hours, and that's it. You can't simply say, oh, we're going to go and practice now because you're assigned practice slots. And if you happen to go and exceed your practice time allotment, there are penalties associated to it, which is really weird. Now, you can't go in and then install Overwatch 2 on the gaming laptop you brought with you because you can't do that. It's only going to be available on the uh, League provided machines. What's also sort of come out and this part, I'm maybe not too upset about, but I understand that there are those that are, because uh, essentially the Los Angeles gladiators, uh, you know, management group, not none too happy of how much money they're, they're paying to make this all happen 
the Overwatch League is only paying for travel for competitive staff. And what that means, I would presume, is the players who need to travel mm -hmm. and maybe the coaches. Like, I, I don't think anyone else, maybe just like, I don't know. Um, but if you as a team wanted to send content people or anything else, any type of other support, you're on the hook for that. And because you don't necessarily know exactly when you were going to be traveling, um, but last minute travel costs obviously add up. But um, that again, that's the part for me. Like, how is that any different than anything else? Although allegedly the Overwatch League had been paying for this. Yeah, that's odd. Like it's seasons. the league, right? It's not the team itself. So again, it's, I, I, I'd have more issue if they were forcing teams to pay for everything. Like, yeah, I have less of a problem because like, if I'm a team, like, oh, I, my team has 22 support staff league pay for them. That's not how yeah. it works. I, I, like, is any league really paying for travel and things like that? I, I don't think so. No. I mean, or there might be like subsidies. Well, sure. Of some sort, but like, but not like. The fact that they're the team is playing for, for paying for the players is already like uh, pretty surprising. I, I figured that's something that goes into the budget of the team itself. I'm like, yeah, I I genuinely feel that as far as the community is concerned, it's just a, a point to become aggrieved with because of reasons. Like I I think I've made it very clear when I see people start going off about like, oh, the team houses aren't appropriate. Like that that's an esports thing. That is that is that is something that is so first world problem. Get over yourself. <laughs> right? Like Yeah. But so maybe less here on the travel part, but I just I'm sorry. It's just it's the narrative I'm gonna get upset because it's Blizzard or it's ATVI or it's the Overwatch League. Um I'm not too upset about it. I do agree on the practice time because there is a distinct advantage for the East teams and sure there's a trade-off. They have to play some crazy times, but you can work around that. You can work around that quite a bit. Yeah. So anyhow, we'll see how it all plays out. It'll be interesting to see what'll happen for, for grand final, because I mean, I think they still plan on having a, a bring everyone together grand final. And I mean, yeah, it's months away, but what what's going to truly change? Hopefully, I mean, I mean, with the possibility open now of having like events, and we already had successful events in person, I don't see why not. Well, it's the visas is one right? Visa acquisition uh, is difficult. It's not simply right, I right, show right, up right, and I can right, travel. Right. Right. They should like create a neutral zone space that like allows for <laughs> athletes to come in and participate. The esports neutral yeah. zone. It's up on the ISS or something, yeah, something like, like that. that. Make it Switzerland. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But uh, looking at the matchups, I mean, as we would normally talk about, like uh, you know, matches to watch, it's it's kind of hard to do this because I mean, we really only know of four matchups to right. begin with, right? Like, I think the London Atlanta matchup is a really yes. interesting one. Yes. Um. I mean, Florida, the way Houston's playing, Florida, Houston might be too. Mm, like, I don't think Florida should be too much of a threat for Houston. And I'm not. No, I, only. And I, I'm the only reason I even would suggest there was a possibility here is what we saw Houston do this past. Weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did Florida do right? this weekend? What did Florida do ever? 
Well, no, but that's Florida's <laughs> consistent that way. Yeah, and and Houston has those volatile stretches. Yeah, I, I don't have yeah. uh, a very extended stretch for Houston in, in this tournament for sure, but I think they should get over uh, Florida. I'm super excited personally to see some uh, East versus West matchups. So, um, yeah. obviously, Toronto versus uh, uh, um, Dragons is one. I, I went through the bracket. I did, I, I did my pickems already, and uh, yeah, it's 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 very obviously hard to predict what's going to go on here but like we have these uh top tier teams and in, in the shock lads dynasty of course i expect them to go far but at the, the beginning yeah atlanta and, and london there seems to be a lot of uh heat going on back and forth on on twitter with yeah even though either, either london gets brought down to earth or I london a, goes i have a feeling they they will be I don't know. I like my heart tells me that London can do it, but I, I, every time I bet so, against Atlanta, they they like punch me in yeah. the mouth. So I assume you have Atlanta. Yeah, win. three two. Who? Okay, who do you have coming out of the the tournament week? There, you got Atlanta. I presume Dragons. Yes. And then I have uh, Spark, Spark and um, okay. finally uh, Outlaws. Outlaws. Yeah. So I mean, I. This is the problem with the damn London Spitfire. <laughs> I've given it to them three two. I don't think uh, a I viable should, pick. No, but, like I can't right? fault you for it. Right. It's it's that's the one that I just have questions about. But yeah, <laughs> I've got it as uh, Spitfire, Dragons, Spark, Outlaws. Who did you have San Francisco picking? The rain. Okay. So you, out of all the team, like I mean, because that's the they get to pick first, right? Us. So. Uh, I think yeah, so. Yeah. It's either the rain or, or the dragons or, or, oh, yeah. um, oh yeah. They, 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 can they p- pick? They can, they can pick. From, it's, a, it's a complete reset. From, they can pick all four. Oh, so yeah. Outlaws and spark. I think they would still pick the rain. Cause you know, like, um, uh, outlaws. Yeah. It's either the outlaws or the rain. Uh, cause I don't see them picking, uh, an Eastern team cause that's too much of an unknown. Especially against the dragon and the spark, which are by no means aren't aren't slouches. I'm I'm not. Yeah, if I I don't th- I think Atlanta. Wow, who's who's the weaker team between Atlanta and Houston right now? It's, it's it's hard to tell. I think I'm leaning towards them selecting the rain. Okay, uh, Glads would pick next. I think um, here. Let me. It would be regular season. So, yeah, Glad's, Glad's yeah, pick next. So, who do you have definitely the Glad's taken? Okay. Who do you have the fuel taken? I have a weird feeling that it would pick the Dragons. Actually, you know, now, now, I've, now I'm questioning here. I have. Wait, when do Seoul pick? Do they pick before uh, see, fuel? Because they were top of the no, East. You know, I'm just. No, you're right. So here, this is 12 points. Yeah, so they they would pick they'll pick before the fuel. It'll be soul there. Yeah, so I had yeah. the soul pick spark and fuel are left with the dragons because because they have no choice really here. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly on the Overwatch League website trying to look at the the essentially the standings as a cuz the East and West have been brought together, but they do not have a consolidated yeah, yeah, yeah. standings. It's just, it's, it's so weird how they've structured things over the course of the season. Um, 
So, yeah, like I, uh, gosh, where did my uh, pickums go here? I've lost my pickums now. Here they are. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I, I think that is true as to how it will, will ultimately. Although it out. never goes as you plan, right? <laughs> never, ever. No. No. Um, who do you have out of the shock? Uh, shock for sure. I mean, shock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dallas, Shanghai. Have Dallas coming out at three, two. Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, Glad's Glad's beat Houston. I, okay. So I, I actually had this as, Oh, I had a three, two and now I hate it. I don't know. I was a coward. I I feel like they should be like a three, one at least, but it's already locked in. (laughs) Uh, and I presume you have soul going through. Yes. Like this is this one that doesn't feel three right one to me. that might be like a potential upset for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, <laughs> hung, I mean the east the east is this weird sort of cyclical dynamic. Right, who knows right, right. what? Okay, so you got shock fuel. Shock fuel. I have the fuel winning three two. Oh really? Okay, I, I gave it to the shock uh, three. Yeah, I, I feel like fuel have this potential to go up a level during the playoffs, and the shock have the potential to go the other way. Which you know they're still good, but maybe that's the factor that I'm feeling my gut feels here. Yeah. Um, Glad's I have the Glad's winning it actually, but there's a twist at the end. <laughs> <laughs> there always is. Um, so I actually gave this one to the, the glads as well, but it's yeah. three, two, um, going down to the Elim, uh, you have, um, I would presume it matches up. I have London versus here. spark. Yeah. And who do you have the going spark will there? win this? So, uh, because I had chosen London, I have Atlanta mm-hmm. here. Um, I actually had Atlanta beating the spark oh, three, two. That's a, yeah. Spicy pick. No, that's some, it. I got to put yeah, some spicy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I had the Outlaws matching up against the Defiant. Guess what? You picked the ter- Defiant. You picked Toronto. Defiant. I picked Defiant 3 2. I picked 3 2 for Houston. <laughs> uh, Shanghai, Philly. I, okay. Uh-uh. I picked 3 1 for Shanghai. <sighs> really? Okay. So I, I, I actually, I originally picked this as. Three two Philly. Ugh. Then I was like, "Oh, no, that's brutal!" No, like that's the kind of pick you do. Three. And then once the match happens, like, what was I thinking? You know. Um, I left it at three one yeah, Shanghai. Me too. Like I was uh, again. I, I I don't know enough about the East. I just I know that Shanghai is, should be the better team, but like they're out of their prison, right? <laughs> yeah, it should be doing better. Um, and then, uh, so I have here. I have for me, it's Florida. Yeah. London. Who did you pick? Uh, so I picked Florida. Oh, I had Florida, Atlanta, and I picked Atlanta to win this. Yeah. So again, it's it's the London Atlanta thing yes, that sort of mixes yes. things up here. Otherwise, we're really yeah. uh, going together in this still. In yeah. most of the picks, winners round no, still elimination round two. So we're still in the yeah. elim. Yeah. So I have it. So this one for me is Atlanta Toronto. I have Atlanta beating. Uh, Toronto here. I have Spark versus Houston and uh, Spark beating Houston 3-2. I got Dragons Mayhem and I got the Dragons going through. Uh, I have Dragons beating the Rain 3-1. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Let's uh, continue on. Let's do uh, winners round three. 
um, San Fran Glads. So I had the San Francisco Shock here. Wow, you're you're all in in them uh, going for uh, going far. I have Gladiators beating the Fuel three two. Okay, um, I've got round three. I got Fuel Atlanta. I got the Fuel winning three one. Uh, elimination round. Uh, yeah, round I have three? Shock yeah. beating the Spark three two. And then and then uh, and I have oh the, yeah, go ahead. So for round three, I then had the dragons over the dynasty. I have three one dynasty beating the dragons. <laughs> ah, so we're so we're mixing yeah, yeah, things yeah. up. Uh, Elim round four. It's for me fuel and oh, dragons, and for spicy. me the the dragons. The dragons are beating the fuel three two. I have the shock losing to the dynasty three two. Ooh. Uh, Elim round five. I've got Shanghai and I have LA, and I've got LA beating the Dragons Ooh, three to one. I have uh, Dynasty beating the Fuel three two. Okay, and so my final is the Glads and the Shock, and I have the Gladiators winning mm, this one four. I have Soul beating Gladiators four three, even though they lost to them in um, they lost to them in winners round two. So you see, that's the twist that was. Uh, uh, Previewing there, even though they lost to the Gladiators, they come back from the losers bracket and they beat them in the finals, the grand finals. Yeah. I mean, our prognostications are what yeah, they they're are. not too I'm far off. What's also going to happen? But yeah, yeah, really interesting to see who yeah, gets those well, points out of here. And who knows what Jordan's doing? He's not here. Uh, once it you know once it starts you'll see it's going to be Florida versus London in the grand finals and <laughs> <laughs> oh would that be something would that be something oh glorious glory be to London London four zero final <laughs> chatty league wide MVP yeah, exactly <laughs> oh gosh um uh, what else is happening here oh changes so since our last show Paris Eternal um as we knew Mobugi had to leave due to military service they've added Faustus as an assistant coach um to continue uh, in his stead um but the Guangzhou Charge uh, they just uh, recently announced that they're they're making some wholesale mm-hmm. changes uh they let Youngjin their assistant coach go they also let Rio develop and Unique go uh and uh, they went to uh Up Academy where they added uh, Xerneas who's really Eveltal um under a new name uh Jimmy and Arpita or Arprita Aprita yeah also Xerneas is Eveltal oh I didn't know that that's cool and Jimmy yeah. is the same Jimmy that we saw same Jimmy okay the Jimmy yeah it's it, it so I mean arguably uh, Guangzhou's they improved they have they have cool. like this is a this is a shift what's interesting is this is the same team that couldn't afford squad yeah I, i'm i'm so happy to see a Prita in there so because he was did uh they, did they find some money under the mattress maybe. I, yeah, I mean he was touted and hailed as uh the next thing uh like the second best dps rookie after proper so that says a lot to me let's yeah. see if he um delivers um, and as of we're recording I, right now, there haven't been any. Eileen is still on that team. I know. Oh, he is. Uh, wow, that's yeah. a um, long tenure. Krong. Krong. Eileen has been with them since season two. I always have a soft spot in my heart for Eileen because he shot me in the head many times in, in a single uh, uh, deathmatch uh, custom game. That was the only time where I faced off <laughs> an Overwatch League player. It felt uh, horrible and glorious at the same time. Just. Click, yeah, click, click, and, and everybody was gunning for him, obviously, in the in in the server, of course, and wow, and sure. it didn't help. 
Oh, how's the Overwatch 2 beta treating you? I haven't played it in a while. Uh, um, <gasps> I, I played it a, a bunch of time before, but but still didn't try this new mm-hmm. patch. I I love it. Um, Overwatch 2 is so fun. Like, for real. So I am still not in the beta. Because <sighs> again, principle, I'm not yeah, buying the watch. A lot of people are And I am not getting, I'm not getting streamer yeah. benefits. I'm not getting content creator with benefits. every time that passes with every day that passes I'm, I'm actually feeling better about having bought it as early as i did uh yeah. it's enjoyable yeah. to play for sure um especially now yeah. i've heard hey, from a ahead. lot of people saying yeah. the same thing like the, the people who were dead on overwatch one who now start playing overwatch two they're like oh this is fun um people who had actually not got a chance to play in the first beta plane are like oh this is great uh, someone was telling me they loved Arissa, and I'm like, yeah, Arissa's fun, but maybe in a competitive sense. Jungle Queen much. is a lot of fun. I, I'm not really good at her, but she's a lot of fun to play as. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I, I have to live vicariously yeah. through everyone else. I have noticed there's a distinct difference of people still playing uh, Overwatch 1 and Mystery Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a unique group of people. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, and again, I don't think there's an MMR in Mystery Heroes. Um but for a while there leading up to the beta, I was playing with, I recognized many of the same oh, names really? um, and we would see, yeah, like we would see each other, um, you know, to the point where people would make comments. Oh, it's good to see you. Like I'm the well-played everyone guy, generally positive. Like there's a few others. Mm-hmm. Then there's the real toxic uh, people. Those, the rage quit the moment, like yeah. they, they get picked. It's like rage. Quit, uh, whatever. I'm just happy. I can play Genji every map. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, if you happen to play, be playing Overwatch 2, um, so the uh, dev team came out with uh, some discussion over you know some of the changes that they're looking to make, um, particularly with Sim um, and her and kit. Moira. Uh, and, and, and while Moira, there was the big yeah. changes that, uh, that, that have gone in-game. I don't believe we've actually seen the Sim changes in-game quite yet because they made changes, but they're making adjustments oh, okay. now. Um, but again, this is, this is this transparency and communication that we have not had ever. So it's good to see this. Um, and it's good to sort of hear some of the, the thought process, but the, the Moyer changes I found very interesting. Um, uh, the, so, I mean, let me actually just sort of go through the quick, the patch notes uh, for those that, uh, um, are here. So, uh, they, they adjusted the hero pool, uh, armor pool. Um, so, the way it worked is if a hero had one armor remaining and took a hundred come damage, that would instead be reduced to 70 because of the damage that one hit point of armor, you know, took out 30% of the incoming damage where he is now in the same scenario. That one hit up part of iron isn't as impenetrable as it yeah. once was, which makes sense because armor is a damage reduction, but it shouldn't be that significant with just a sliver. Um, as far as the actual, uh, hero adjustments. So mercy's guardian angel. Um, this was where they introduced, um, some changes to it. So previously, um, when she was in guardian angel, she could launch into places and like, you try to res quickly and guess what? Whoop off you go. Um, so they've made some adjustments. The way the uh, guardian angel will now work is it has a meter that charges while it's active. And then if you cancel the ability with a jump, it will launch, um, the more charge you have, the more the launch speed will be. And then it says holding the backward directional input and canceling guardian angel launches her in the opposite direction. So it's almost like a bounce. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't mind the adjustments. I, I'll be honest. I play mystery heroes. So really if I get mercy, 
Game. I mean, it, it, it looks really strange uh, during game, and I'm sure it feels strange too when when that like movement is forced upon you. So I see yeah. why they change because like I don't play Mercy, but when I did play against uh, Mercy, it's like what the hell is going on? It looks like it looks like she's glitching mm. out, and I know Overwatch is is already bouncy and 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 quick. It makes it even weirder. Uh, <laughs> Especially when you have to, like, the, um, uh, before at least, you had to actively do something to not perform this motion, which is an odd way yeah. to approach this. Well, yeah, it's it's technically it's on by yeah. default, and you have to actively perform things to stop it. Yeah, so I don't see the, so, the, the, the benefit. Yeah. The uh, other big adjustment was Moira. And so it used to be Moira's kit was relatively straightforward. Um, she had yellow heel, purple suck. Yellow heel ball, purple suck ball. Purple suck ball. Uh, I mean, that should be the, the name of the episode. Purple suck ball. <laughs> um, but, and then they introduced her, her, her super jump off of fade. That's, that's cool. Um, I like that ability. Oh yeah. No, I, but, I, I, it took me a moment to get used to it when I first got introduced. Cause I might've muted myself off of maps oh, a couple that, of times. That's the natural process of learning, right? <laughs> right. But, but no, I do agree that it's fun. But what's interesting here was that as part of the sort of, you know, rekit of heroes and the way supports are in the new engine, the new game, they felt that she didn't have the same like DPS damage yeah, ability, which is really odd because like ability, I guess. But that's the thing, is like I mean, I sure, but like does every hero have to be a playmaker? Mm. Like the thing that like I, I, you look at Moira. Like, what is it that people hated most about Moira? Um, her survivability probably is number one, and two, the purple ball of suck. Yeah. They just made it right? worse. Like, yeah. So, what the purple ball of suck is is now it turning into um, is a a necrotic orb, which in the game is actually titled Enfeebling Orb. So they've. So it's an interesting dynamic. They knew what they wanted it to do, but they didn't have a good enough name when they put it into the engine. Nerf ball. Now, the way no. the necrotic nerf ball. Hmm. Why wouldn't they nerf so ball easier? Yeah. Who knows? So the nerf ball that's now being introduced, <laughs> it replaces the, the purple ball suck. Um, it has a 16 second cooldown. Okay. When you shoot the, the new nerf ball, it goes in a straight line. So the purple ball of suck it like had, you know, homing beacons. It touched people and would follow them yeah. around. Um, this goes in one, one line. Um, it then explodes in a three meter radius upon impact of the enemy or the environment. So think of it as like a, a sim, you know, orb that uh, has a big, bang. a big bang to it. When it goes bang, there's 40 damage on impact and then an additional 10 explosion damage. And if you happen to get hit by that explosion, either the impact or the area of effect yeah. within the three meters, you receive a weakened effect, which reduces the damage dealt by 75% for four we'll seconds. Get, get that so out. So if you were to put this into perspective, it's like Anna throwing a pot that prevents you from getting healed. Now you get hit by a, a nerf ball that prevents you from dealing damage. When, like, from my years playing video games, and I'm sure you would agree, when you whenever you play, like, an RPG or something, there's nothing that feels worse 
then you get like a status effect that like brings your damage down. It just feels horrible. Mm-hmm. And even before addressing the survival uh, survivability of it uh, uh, for Moira is is ridiculous. It reminds me of the times where you had that ironclad ability on 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 um, Bastion, and nothing would kill him. And you see now uh, people posting up videos from from the beta where she's just hit by multiple widow headshots and and dragon blades and nothing kills it and it's like mm-hmm. oh that 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 is not gonna uh gonna go through in, in its current state and again it's not fun uh when you are skillfully hitting shots or doing things and they're just like not doing anything at all so there must be a way that doesn't make it less fun than it already is right it's it's yeah. Well, I mean, the other change here is the other orb, the yellow orb. It used to be you either threw the yellow or you threw the purple. It was one or the other. They were on the same cooldown. They are now separate orbs, separate cooldowns. Yeah. So you still have your yellow ball. It's not going to heal as much. It's only going to heal a total of 300 or sorry, 250 as opposed to previously 300. And the cooldown that used to be at eight seconds is now 10. Um, the way it used to generally work previously is it would go out for about seven seconds and then you'd have a choice again. Now it's a little bit longer. Um, so technically she could have a couple, she can heal and she can deal the biotic grasp. So like, this is the DPS click self healing is dropped from 24 to 20 per second. And then her fate has been nerfed from six seconds to seven. But the thing about this is that, that like, could you, if this stays in game, Moira is now an instant pick, I think in many any one V one, she wins if she has her cooldowns at the ready. Right, but like in 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 the, the summer showdown, in the pro hands, like that that will deal so significant levels of damage that just they, they can outright negate. I I, I don't I see it. like significant cooldown. Even but. like even now she's being played a lot. Like and, and but but that's the thing is I feel she comes in even right at, like in a greater um, amount. Her adjustment is. A little bit. Uh, I know. <laughs> she she's Neither confused with the Moira adjustments. Uh, me too. It, <laughs> like, who asked for this? Uh, in one way, like uh, this, this. So this is these are one of these adjustments where I think they were looking at data, and they're like, hmm, let's 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 do something to Moira because you know we're maybe not seeing the the pick rate where we want it. But I think what they're, what they're not realizing is that when it comes to the different support heroes, like, like an Anna pick rate, for instance, in the early going that Anna pick rate was significant because the pot dealt so much, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, damage. Cause there was almost a, 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 a buff in that regard and, um, not being able to get the, the heals and getting that early pick. So significant. I mean, Zen, yeah, Zen got some love. And so we probably seen more Zen. Yeah. There, the adjustment I, you know, was, um, cold fork. Yeah. He hadn't not like a little bit of survivability. He had none compared to uh, the others. So yeah. Right. But, but I think what we've seen is we've started to see data that's supporting these other support heroes and Moira, Moira has been good, but like on, on the beta sense on like the you and I tier plane, just want to make her more, more not fun. As much. Maybe, I don't know. It, it's strange. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, they definitely need to tweak the numbers. The, uh, the uh, additional side of it is like with the mercy uh, adjustment. And by, I, I, I don't think it matters that it's usually like a hero that doesn't really have a, a very high uh, skill floor, but they 
made it more complicated to play for no particular reason. Like, yeah, if you have to read through it and then you have to read through it again to understand it, it's like no, you're you're uh, over complicating things does not make it you know more better necessarily, right? Yeah, I agree. Anyhow, I'm not going to have an opportunity to test it out because, hey, I'm not in the beta. <laughs> I'm not bitter. <laughs> yes, I know. I know I could buy the Watchpoint pack, and I agree it's good value. Principle, principle. Uh, sorry. I, I uh, thought of a joke that's just inappropriate for this web, for this uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, here we are at the end of a show. So actually, you know, I was surprised that we, we were able to talk as long as we did, but like, maybe I shouldn't be surprised because we do tend to talk as long as we often do. I mean, there were two games, uh, especially the one with, uh, a lot of frustration and, uh, yeah. we can do nothing about it. And, and we did preview, um, the big bracket. So that was a lot of fun. True. And that's the thing is like next week's show is going to be a little bit weird because we're going to talk about the Monday results. We record Tuesday nights. And so what will be happening is while we were recording, there will be Tuesday matches. So we might be able to touch on some of the things that might be happening. Um, we'll be able to then sort of have a better idea of how our pickums and the you know rest of the, the, the brackets will, will progress. Um, weird show. And then uh, the following week, we'll be back with the recap. And then we got a little, what a week-ish off. And then we... We'll be around. We'll record because we always do. <clears throat> uh, the rest of the season doesn't get back underway, as we said, until the the middle of of August. Because, like, really, I mean, when all things are said and done, um, we essentially get a month break. I don't like those breaks. I need more games. Yeah, we got build travel what time, in, right? Do? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, um, what final words of wisdom do you have for all of our listeners? There, hog outgirth's hamster. This is true. Yeah. I mean, hamster small. And hog is big. Thick. Very thick. Yeah. Very thick. Yeah. Girthy. Um, Project Aloha obviously taking place. Teams are going to Hawaii. Uh, at least half of the teams-ish. I mean, half related because the West is bigger. Uh, so I thought a joke uh, you know, mm. is or- order. What's a short, quiet Hawaiian laugh? I don't know. Aloha. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I could figure this out, but like, yeah, I didn't think of that. Like the most obvious one. Pretty good, pretty good. Not like a hilarious one, but like, ah, it's a, it's, a, it's a zinger for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was simple. There was some other sort of, you know, weird ones, but. Nah. Aloha. Yeah. Um, do you know what a Hawaiian comedian might put on a sunburn? My, uh, um, no. Aloha. <laughs> oh my god. I'm here all week. Try the chicken. Tip yeah. your servers. Drink the mai tais. Have you had a mai tai? Uh, not recently. No. Okay. Well, I, so, I mean, I have to ask cause I had never had a Mai Tai until I went to Hawaii the first time. 
And we went out to this restaurant and it was like happy hour. And I'm like, I don't know what I should get. And the server is like, you ever been to Hawaii? No, she's like, I'm going to bring you a Mai Tai. Okay. And my goodness, it was like drinking like, a, I don't know, juice. Yeah. Um, and it was happy hour. So it was cheap. And, and um, thankfully I was just within stumbling distance of our. Yeah. I, I bet like liquors can sneak up on you, like uh, cocktails like this. And, and I think it's based on rum, right? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a rum. A, that, it's, Rum is already like my my uh, number one uh, hard drink if I want to drink something like that. So I bet I'd like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a, I'm a if I go without yeah, hard drinks, usually like a you know a rum and cola. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, when I start having those mai tais, <laughs> they go down they go down nice and smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, Just remember to hydrate. They're they're good. <laughs> um, I did oh, not. I learned the hard way. Rookie mistake. Learned the hard way that. Yeah, being in a tropical location, lacking hydration, and maybe a little high. I bet it was a very aloha a for you. <laughs> uh, it was very aloha. Yeah. Uh, but here we are at the end of the show. Uh, you can obviously find us online at readysetpone.com. You know to find us on uh, Twitter at readysetpone. That's facebook.com slash readysetpone. And Discord, discord.io slash readysetpone. If you've made it this far, you haven't clicked subscribe yet, please do. And if you've made it this far and you're still listening, you already have subscribed. Tell someone about our show. It's a phenomenal show. They don't have to like esports. They can listen for the bad dad jokes that I drop each and every week. Um, but uh, no, I think we're going to be back, as I said, again next week. I think it's just you and I again. I think Jordan's off. Oh, my goodness. One. He's just like, you um, know, slacking. Well, I mean, in, in fairness, <laughs> I won't be there for the show after that. So I won't be able to give you my thoughts. What am I going to do with you guys? It's just you know, unbelievable. Just the, the, the constant carry. I, I feel like Aspire having like 17 picks in a row and just nobody there to support. But someone yeah. has to do well, it. You know what? Broaden those shoulders. Start doing some <laughs> weights. Your tracer uh, can carry. I wish. Yeah. But on behalf of Omni, at Omni Strife, myself, Chris at Light Forest, and the missing in action somewhere in Ontario, hopefully he hasn't lost his baggage, Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam. Catchrays! Thank you.